We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. David Cobb writes about college football and college basketball for CBS Sports. Follow him on Twitter on X at David W. Cobb. Cobb, what's the latest in the court proceedings with Tennessee and the NCAA. The last I read was that the NCAA attorney had to explain what the difference was between enticements and negotiating on NIL and didn't apparently give a very good answer. <laughs> it's, it's always amazing, isn't uh-huh. it, when uh, this jargon gets presented in, in, in court. And people who are, by nature, intelligent people, well-versed in deciphering complicated subjects, such as judges and congressmen and lawyers, they get real confused real quick uh, when the NCAA starts trying to explain itself. And uh, that seems to be what's going on in, uh, in court uh, over in Greenville, Tennessee, this week, where, uh, yeah, Tennessee is seeking a temporary injunction on these NIL rules. And if they get it, uh, then essentially we're going to see the end of this idea uh, of, of NIL being anything other than, than pay-for-play, right? So they haven't gotten that injunction yet. When they get it, though, the, the dam will break sports, and uh, and this all the NIL payments and stuff will, will, will be out in the open. I loved the fact that someone paid to have the Tennessee banner there at the courthouse, hanging up at the courthouse. That, to me, is the sign of a big-time Big time athletic program. Mm-hmm. When you have fans that are nuts Tail, enough, tailgate in the court, the court proceedings. Fans that are nuts enough to pay a bunch of money, just to, whether it's like have something fly over a stadium, right? When you have boosters like that, that means you're big time. That's that's, oh, that's my that's what my gut tells me. Oh, without a doubt, that that is Tennessee to a T. The, the Tennessee people right now are so thrilled that they are the ones picking this fight against the NCAA. Because like most fan bases around the country, they feel as though they've been unfairly treated by the NCAA over the years. They're still bitter that Bruce Pearl's barbecue got him in so much trouble 15, 20 years ago. And the list goes on. Now they've been, they feel like they've been um, targeted again amid this stuff uh, with, with Nico, the quarterback. And so, yeah, if Tennessee is the one that takes down the NCAA, the fan base will take as much as much pleasure in that as anything that's happened since 1998. What happens if they don't get this injunction? Because right, wasn't who wasn't there an injunction that was not granted last week? Well, the judge essentially said in the Tennessee case that they need more time. Okay, so, so they basically they pulled the the Michigan didn't Harbaugh and this was kind of what the judge said with Harbaugh on the injunction. They're like, eh. Well, Michigan ultimately pulled that. The, right, but didn't they it. keep it going for a little bit? Yeah, I'm not sure. They just delayed the the judge ultimately delayed it initially, and that was really when Michigan lost. And then that net, before the next court hearing, they pulled it beforehand and accepted the you know self and or whatever accepted the suspension. Um, so no, but what what happens if they don't get the injunction? Well, they're they're going to have to kind of go along with this NCAA investigation, which is still in the early stages. I mean. We, we received word, right, uh, Pat Forty broke the news a week or two ago or whenever it was about this major infractions case involving Tennessee. Well, I mean, I, I'm not even sure that they've gotten the full notice of allegations yet. So 
So it would still be very, very early on in an NCAA investigation process that, as we know, probably ends up taking two years or more. And, and by that time, does the NCAA still exist? Probably not. Any, and then by the time that the case is, is really adjudicated, uh, the, the rules have probably changed again. You know, So I, ultimately, I'm not really that worried on Tennessee's behalf that any penalties will, will, will come from this. Okay. I'm curious that we are now, I believe it's this weekend, Cobb, where we'll get our first look at like the top four seeds in the NCAA tournament, correct? I think that's, that's right. Yeah, yeah. That's, four weeks out from Selection Sunday. Yeah, it's uh, and it's so it, they do the mock. You know, they they bring some of the media in to show them. Uh, here's why you're ro- you're going to be wrong when you criticize us in our uh, our uh, bracket. There's a methodolo- methodology to all this that you know you don't understand. There's that aspect of it, but then we also get the committee together for the first time. To like hash out, okay, here's what the top four seeds would be as of today, uh, and we get them revealed. I'm curious as you think about that, what do you think is the team? Is there going to be a team that like the computers and what the the pundits think is a good team, or necessary, or maybe a team outside of like who do you think the committee will be a surprise team in this, whether you know good way or a bad way? Yeah, I think people might be annoyed if they look up and see a struggling Kansas team somehow sneak into that that fourth number one seed slot. Uh, But if you go and look at the resume and the victories over UConn and Tennessee and Houston, right, then who has three better wins than that in college basketball? I mean, Purdue has a comparable resume, but the top of what Kansas has done is really solid. And maybe the Ken Palm numbers don't love Kansas as much, but – uh, in the recent performance, the eye test has been a, a, a doozy of a clunker for Kansas as of late. But you go and look at that resume and six quad one wins, and, and who some of those wins are against, I wouldn't be surprised if they're higher in that bracket reveal than, than most of the country expects. Well, I think to your point, it's like, okay, yes, they had the clunker, but it's like who, you know, North Carolina has been stubbing its toe recently. Tennessee, you know, they they have the the – I don't even know, like who would end up being who would end up being that fourth. That's kind I mean, of where such a mystery right now. So that's I mean that's college basketball. But you got to me. People say there's parity and like anybody could win it. Well, to me, I see a pretty clear separation between UConn, Purdue. You can put Houston in that category too, and then you draw a line, and then it's everybody else. And that fourth number one seed is probably going to be a team that really doesn't deserve it right now. It could be. Arizona, Marquette, Kansas, uh, Tennessee, Iowa State, uh, South Carolina keeps winning. Let's talk about them there, you know. But uh, after that, I mean, it's just like uh, anywhere between the fourth number one seed and about the seventh seed line in college basketball, it's just a a total grab bag, and anybody could beat anybody on a given night. Yeah, and I guess that's kind of the other thing. It's like how much hand-wringing can there be when there's still five, what are four and a half weeks of basketball left? But, like, I care more about this because I do think that they kind of tip their hand into, like, what their pri- – like, I feel like each each year they do this, they kind of tip their hand into, like, what this committee specifically prioritizes. Yeah, no doubt. So it'll be interesting to get a, get a look at it, get a, get a glimpse, get an insight into what they're thinking and where they're going because this, this is, is going to inform the bracketology moving forward. You know, our, our Jerry Palm and, and Joe Lunardi, they're going to look at what this, this uh, reveal shows us on – Saturday, and then that's going to recalibrate every 
uh, bracket projection they file over the coming weeks. So it'll give give teams a good idea of where they stand. Like I'm curious to see what they think of of Duke, for example, uh, a team that is you know could be as high as a two or a three, but I think you could also argue uh, could be as low as a, as a seven, right? So uh, that that's one example of. of where we're going to get a read on on things uh, this I can, I can already tell you what the Blue Devils are for me. That's a team that I might bet on in the first round, and then I can't wait to fade them in the second round. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, they'll come out hot. They'll probably play in – does Greensboro have a region this year? The Charlotte. Right. Charlotte. Charlotte. There you go. Charlotte. They'll come out in Charlotte. They'll look good. And then if they go up against anyone, I, I'm going to take that other two. Well, well to that point, because Memphis is the host of a site this year for the first and second rounds and a round of 64 and 32 – and I am interested where Tennessee lands. Whether ten, like to me, if Tennessee's a top four seed, they're going to be in either Charlotte or Memphis. Charlotte is actually closer to Knoxville, um, even though it's a different state, obviously. Um, but what do you make of that? Like, are they anything more than the typical Rick Barnes Tennessee team that you don't really trust when push comes to shove, or are they better than that? I know you know Connect has been really good, but like. You know, like ultimately, I still haven't been convinced they're anything more than the typical Rick Barnes Tennessee team. You know, I think they are. And of course, does that guarantee that they're going to make it to the Elite Eight or the Final Four for the first time in program history? No. Anything can happen in the NCAA tournament. I think Tennessee is better equipped, has a larger probability, a better chance of surviving in March this season, though, because of the way their offense has improved. And Dalton Connect is a huge part of that. But what it comes down to is whether or not they're getting anything from Vescovi, from Josiah Jordan-James, and from Zakai Ziegler. If two of those three guys have a good game, then Tennessee wins. If one of them has a good game, Tennessee eh, might win, might lose. And if all three of them are off, which has happened a few times this year, uh, they're going to lose. And, and against Texas A&M this past weekend, Tennessee just got manhandled on the offensive glass, and then Texas A&M, which was one of the worst three-point shooting teams in the country, got really hot from outside. And so, you know, if if all three of those guys had been hot for Tennessee, uh, maybe they could have kept pace. But uh, they, they didn't play well offensively around Dalton Connect. And when you get beasted on the boards and let, let your opponent, you know, cook from three-point range, I mean, you're, you're going to get blown out. And that's what happened to Tennessee at Texas A&M. Changing gears on you a little bit, I told Mark this off the air. You know what? Now that Chris Holtman's been let go, you know what I'm really rooting at for. Ohio State. <laughs> what? Mick Cronin. I want both UCLA head coaches, one to be an offensive coordinator, and the other one just go be like I, I want UCLA to just go end up being the the <laughs> UCLA head coaches just go to Ohio State. That actually makes so much sense, though. I didn't even think about it about Mick Cronin in terms of Chip Kelly having just left to go to Ohio oh, yeah. State. That actually to be the offensive coordinator. Makes, that makes it even more hilarious. Yes, but correct. Also, like, why hire Mick Cronin when they hired Chris Holtman? Mick Cronin was coming off of a 30-win season at Cincinnati back then and, like, had the Bearcats rolling. And they went with Holtman, and I, I don't think they made the right choice there. But I bet so Mick Hol- Cronin Holtman was listen. Butler, right? Not yes, Xavier. Butler. Yeah, not Xavier. I almost wonder if it literally is just, like, an ego thing. Like, we're not – Ohio State going, we're not hiring the Cincinnati coach. Right. Well, they they should look at him now. I know. I know. Cronin uh, would be. <laughs> he does interested. not seem happy right now. Yeah. It, well, in in the Chip Kelly stuff has brought to light how much of a struggle it is for UCLA with NIL because the, the new coach well, they hired is getting all this love for trying to raise money, and they're like, "Wow, Chip never did this." And uh, I know. I know Mick Cronin is also suffering from that NIL predicament and i don't think that would be nearly as big of an issue for him at ohio state ohio state is one of like those 
underrated great no, jobs in college basketball. Hundred percent because because the, the the focus is on college football, the football team, but they still invest in basketball, and they're not like Holtman got a lot of time. Yes. Like, they have a pretty long leash. Thad Mata was not the greatest head coach, but had that thing rolling. And he's like, not. you can find another Thad Mata. No, it's to me. I, and I that's think, what they were trying to do with Holtman. I and think they, it's. You know, it, it, but they'll, they'll, like, if I was them, I, I want Michigan to do this, but I don't think they have the, studs. the money. I don't think they have the money. They're not investing. Like, Michigan, for instance, has the same dynamics of everyone loves football and, like, basketball secondary. But Michigan doesn't invest in basketball the way Ohio State does, I don't think, personally. From what I understand, and like, I, if I was him, like, I'd try to get like Nate. Nate Oates is from the Midwest. He was a high school basketball coach in Detroit. Like, I'd go get. If I was Ohio State, I would back the Brinks truck up to go get Nate Oates or something like that. But okay. I don't know if that. You know, I don't know if they're gonna. You know, yeah, but isn't? But I think they're gonna have their pick of coaches. I think the Mick Cronin thing makes a lot of sense, I, and I think they're. It's gonna be. That's going to be the most attractive job when push comes to so, shove on the market. I think, honestly, the most interesting thing to me, Cobb, and I know, I guess technically it's not open yet. I'm very fascinated what the Louisville candidate pool looks like this year. Because mm-hmm. I have I have my questions if it's still the job that it's perceived to be. Because, and maybe, you know, maybe that we find out after this round, everyone's like, hey, we need to get, like, Someone was going to have to pay this bill, cycle through it. Now we think the little job's great. But I think the candidate pool is going to tell us, like when you use the UCLA football example, Deshaun Foster may wind up being a great coach, and I, I wish him well. That hire to me screams like not a serious hire. Mm. Uh, no, I agree with you. I mean, and that's you could argue maybe that's what Kenny Payne was for Louisville, and now where do they go from here? Right. Uh, also interested to see if Indiana opens because yeah. Indiana is on a fast track to missing the NCAA I'd rather have the Ohio State job than the Indiana job. Yeah, but Absolutely. if you're Dusty May. If you're Dusty uh, May yeah, yeah. Yes, if you're right. If right. you're Dusty well, May. Will Dusty not... get offered both? Well, I think Dusty May would be a natural candidate for the Ohio State opening and, and for the Louisville opening for that matter. I mean, he's, he's a very successful coach at Florida Atlantic who uh, has been. Right, but geez, what, what are the odds of. What are the odds that Indiana and Ohio State put contracts, both of them, in front of him? I can see Indiana. I get all the, the connections there. Like, I just wonder if, he, if he's up for both, if he gets to pick. No, I mean, I think he should be in the running for, for Ohio State. And, and I think what's interesting to me about the Ohio State job, too, is the timing and with, with regard to the athletic director. Because Gene Smith's the one making the firing, but uh, is it going to be Bross Bjork who, who ends up making the hire? Uh, that, that could, that's interesting in all this. As well, who does he have connections with? What what does his history tell? I would assume Gene Smith consulted with Ross Bjork on this decision today. And if I know Ross, if I know Ross like I know I do, uh, Ross will not be unilaterally making that decision on who to hire. (laughs) Ross is it? Ross might be first ballot Hall of Famer of making sure everyone in the room is happy. Okay, well then uh, let's let's bring it local to Memphis. Then uh, I saw a name bantered about uh, Scooney Penn, former Ohio State mm. player. You know, on the Grizzlies uh, staff, interesting. Yeah, where where are we at these days on the revered former player? Right, because I mean maybe Penny's pulling them out of this tailspin I just, right now. I just think Ohio but. State can get a like. I think it, I think not necessarily a revered former player. Scooney might be good. He hasn't has he ever recruited? I, like you know like I I don't know if he if, does he even want to recruit. You know, I don't know. But, like, I think Ohio State's going to be – like, I think it's a better job than Indiana. I think it's a better job right now than Louisville. I think it's going to be – like, that is a great job.
We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.